baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I don't think there's a sport that's immune from this where parents just are get too involved, get too crazy during youth sports. I'm sure you've seen it, whether it's your kid or your grandkid. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the parent. Well, how about getting fined? Would a $1,000 fine make a difference if a parent crosses the line? We've talked about it before, and my big question is, how do we enforce that, and where does the where do those fines go? Well, our next guest has some answers to that. Representative John Hewitt is a member of the Minnesota legislature. He joins us now on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. He's on his way to the Capitol. John, thank you so much for the time. And this is personal for you, right? You're a you're an official, and you've seen this firsthand. How bad is it getting? It's and thank you for covering this. It's getting it's it's on the rise. I mean, not only here in Minnesota but around the country. Um, I've talked to other refs around the country as well as in Minnesota, and, you know, it's, we got to cool it off. And, you know, and I know, like, youth, uh, youth sports, like in the lower level, have tried different things like a chill card and stuff like that. And at the high school level, they really try to, uh, they really try to clean it up as soon as they can. The, the game, uh, we have people that, like the athletic directors that are in the stands watching for this stuff, but... Even there, they're not getting the respect they deserve, and you know, and they're in a public position, so they get. Sometimes, if you draw attention to these individuals, it it can end up worse. So we're trying a different approach here, and um, hopefully, this will deter it. Uh, what's interesting is I found out this morning both I have two bills that are similar. One is the assault of an official, an actual physical assault, like we had up in the Detroit Lakes area last year, where. Uh, fan entered the floor, jumped over the team, and actually threw popcorn at the official and ripped his whistle off. That would be, uh, and that bill, that would be a gross misdemeanor. Also, you could be hit with a $1,000 fine. Um, the $1,000 fine to play really is administered by the Amateur Sports Commission. Um, they're the legal arm of the state. And what they would do is give you a hearing, um, gather the evidence, like let's say, there isn't one place that you're, as an official or as a sporting event, um, you're not on film now. You're, you're either getting filmed by the school itself in the gymnasium or you're getting filmed on the field by someone's uh, uh, camera on their phone. And so they would gather evidence like that and then give the person a fair, a fair hearing. And it can be up to a $1,000 fine. People can't afford a fine. They can definitely wash cars. Um, it just, we really need to, send attention to this because no one wants to sit next to that parent right. or that kid and it also what's interesting about it it doesn't only apply it applies to the fans so like the situation in the metro a few weeks ago uh, one of the ad's came up to me and said would apply to that and i go yes where we had students rush the floor and start a melee yeah um send those parents send those kids home with a thousand dollar fine I think their parents would get a little bit more involved. I know I would. Yeah. So, anyways, John. So what? What? 
what is, what is the threat? Because, like, you know, some parents obviously get loud and get boisterous and cr- may vocally criticize. That's part of things. When does it meet that threshold where, okay, you're going to be fined for that? It's when it gets to the point of profanity, when you're coming out on the floor, when you're, you know, it's one of those things, you know it when you see it. Um, yeah, you're right. I'm okay with getting, I really am. I have no problem with a parent bad call or making fun of my eyesight or something like that. <laughs> but um, it, there is a line that you can't cross. And when you're distracting where officials are stopping the game because they're worried about their safety, or our job is the safety of the players, right, and the yeah. experience of the players. This isn't about the coaches. It's not about me. It's about what experience our kids are having. Win or lose, we want them to walk off there with a good experience the best we can. And some Yahoo in the stands or somebody that keeps coming out on the floor, it, we got to deal with it, and we need some, you know, right now it's just you get kicked out of the gym or the, the school and I haven't heard. I'm waiting for the high school league to get back to me. Um, on, have you ever really used the uh, one-year suspension on somebody? They, and it doesn't seem like it has it, but it's more than the high school league. This has gone down to the youth level, too, and we're going to use it there also. So the money that's so the money collected uh, from these fines that goes to the uh, the youth athletic association. Talk to me about what happens to that money and how you plan how your legislation would use that money. So the amateur sports commission would help recruit new officials and train them. Um, that's what we're focused on because I'm sure everybody knows about the official shortage. Yep. Um, we'd want to encourage more. I was just thinking about this this morning about. You know, I was a varsity player and stuff like that, but my coaches were more encouraging of me to become an official than they were a college athlete. I don't know why that is, but um, <laughs> me this, too. Yeah, this yeah, this um, this career, as I can put it, has taken me. You know, I'm 58 now, and I'm on my 40th class reunion, so I've been doing this a lot longer than I would have played ball in college, I guess. So, um, I think that we need to, you know, we really need to encourage our kids and. If they hear, if they know we're protecting them and they want to get into this, they know that we're giving them tools that, you know what, enough's enough. And um, it really, again, to focus on this, it's about the kids. It's about those players and their experience. And so, and realistically, the field, the court, the debate stage, it's all an ex- extension of a classroom. And we forget that. And you know this too. It's kids. The, it's the athletes usually aren't the problem, right? It's the it's the it's the parents and the other fans. The athletes aren't a problem. Sometimes the coaches get a little spirited, but it's this bill does not apply to the athletes. It applies to who's in the stands, and so we can deal with if if an athlete really gets out of hand, we have tools for that. The same with a coach. Same with a given, you know, any anybody that really is involved with the game. Even I can get in trouble. I mean, we have had officials that basically the league had to remove. But the truth is, is that we we have an accountability. We have no accountability for the fans. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And it's got to end. 
Talking to Representative John Hewitt uh, is proposing this bill that would uh, fine parents for crossing the line during games $1,000 and turn that money into recruitment efforts for officials. Is that the number one reason we are losing officials and we don't see uh, people uh, signing up to be officials in, in any kind of sports? Is, is the pressure they get and the, the abuse they take from parents, is that, is that the driving factor? No, I don't think it's just that. I mean, yeah, it's it gets tough when you feel like you can't get it right because officials are a different breed. They want to get it right. And if they got people wrapping them all the time or following them to their car and their safety is involved, it's just like... Has that happened, get, has that happened to you, John? Has, he, has you had people like out, waiting outside for you? I've had people follow me to my house. and Jeez. Uh, you know, But I'm a politician. That might happen more in that area, too. Well, so, that's scary, too. Yeah. The, uh, but the, the truth is, is that, you know, that, that kind of behavior has got to stop. And um, my other bill that I was talking about, the gross misdemeanor, that will protect officials to their car. We've had female officials um, basically get followed to their car. And so if you watch officials leave a floor or a game, they go together because of these situations. And so um, we really, we just want our safety. And it's like you said, is this the only reason? No. There's a, I mean, you give up a lot of time. You do get a stipend, but the point is, is sometimes you got to weigh it out and say, do I want to give away my kid's birthday party? Or last night, uh, you know, I know I've been married a while, but uh, I was I was doing a game last night on Valentine's Day. Um, my wife's still not talking to me. So, um, you know, are we willing to keep giving that kind of stuff up? And um, but my wife also knows this is really important to me, and she's really supportive of it. So, I don't know. I. I think there's other factors, but I think the league and uh, the, the commissioners are working yeah. to get us more into it. So, yeah. Well, the, the fine. So who would enforce to make sure that people actually pay up and like if somebody's just ignoring the fine? Who, how, how is that enforceable? So it's a, so the, the reason it's at the Amateur Sports Commission, because I was like, oh, I'll just give it to the high school league. High school league is actually um, ran by the high schools that are members, so it's not a state agency per se. Whereas the 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 Amateur Sports Commission is actually a state agency that has the empowerment through the state to enforce that fine and retrieve and retrieve it, where they can take the action. Um, we never have used them for this before, so it's new territory for us. So we're we're looking at how that works. Basically, as an official or as a game official, so that means like the AD. If we feel that there was a problem here, we would make the referral to the Amateur Sports Commission, and they would be responsible for um, for investigating. And you know, and we we're going to have to make it so the schools can share information and that they have subpoena power and stuff like that. Which the state agencies, for the most part, yeah. have those kind of authorities, and that's why it's sitting with the Amateur Sports Commission and give them the tools. And again, remember, I don't want to keep thinking that it's only parents. It could be grandparents or uncles and aunts too. Yeah. But the or anybody at the game. Right. But the but the thing is is that that they have the enforcement power to go after it. Last thing for you, John, and this is something I think there's probably a lot of parents out there who like to go to the games and they know there's a couple parents that usually get loud. And it's up to, I think a lot of it is the responsibility of some of the other parents. What do you say to parents who maybe feel a little intimidated when something like this happens about how they should speak up and policing it on their own? And this is a reason I, I shouldn't even be doing this, Bill. I have to be honest with you. It's pathetic that I got to do this. This actually came as an idea from a parent that actually did speak up, and they were so threatened by that 
that they stopped going to games. Jeez. The next year, their son dropped out. That's bad. And we can never have that happen when a parent tries to wrong a right in public and they get scrutinized for it. That's, that's the environment we live in. Now we got to give that a little bit of power because it's uh, some of these people that do this are very, very vocal and very, very forward. And basically, they're bullies. Yep. And so, you know, how do you deal with a bully? And we got to go to this extreme, really? I mean, I, I would like not to have to do laws like this. This is ridiculous. I got other big things I'm working on, and this, this to do this, I mean, it's terrible. So, I think I hate to ask the parents to keep doing that, but make sure you call it. Or if you don't feel comfortable, the ADs in the in there, or there's somebody that's in charge of that field other than the officials. And we've have officials stop games too. I mean, they will stop the game if they feel that the players are threatened, their safety. We have the right to stop the game, and so. Um, you know, we don't need to put up with this anymore. So, yeah, I encourage the parents to keep trying, but I understand why they don't yeah. want to. John, thanks for the time today, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. John Hewitt, representative uh, with this bill that would fine parents, youth sports parents, $1,000 if they cross the line. Is that a good idea? If you've been to a sporting event and seen a parent out of control, I think you'd agree. Fine them. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.